0: Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield.
1: What a beautiful throw by the Baker. Big Hasta la vista,
0: baby! Welcome in, everybody, to your, um, I guess, disappointing Monday preview show. Uh, it's not not quite how we wanted things to work out we're going to talk about it here i'm your host jake burns a part of obr film breakdown and joined as usual by brad ward of all eyes on cleveland brad how are you man
1: i'm uh, not great jake uh disappointing day uh to cap off uh you know a disappointing season um for, so for, that's for kind fitting, of where i'm at
0: a fitting ending i just know that brad when i When I was first tweeting about the day, I was like, man, it's fun to be a Chiefs fan because they were scoring quickly, and I was like, okay, they're going to route these guys, and then Jamar Chase does those things that he did, and it's like, uh, okay, so I guess it's not going to go as well as I thought it was going to go, and it just felt like I was watching the Browns all over again, partly because Matt Stafford was throwing the football, and not that the Ravens game was the end-all, but you certainly needed the Ravens game in the grand scheme of everything you needed to go your favor it's like okay stafford's turning the ball over the chiefs can't close this out they get that long kick return brad and it would have made it like i think it would have made it 31 14 35 14 before half or something yeah. like that yeah and anyway that gets called back and then we know how the second half second half went you, you needed you needed the the chiefs to get it done that was the biggest point of all of it and they didn't get it done. They end up losing 34-31. Listen, the, the Bengals tried to they tried to give it away. How, how blown away were you by the
1: go-for-it-and-fourth-down scenarios there? Yeah, I was, a couple thi- you had a couple things here. <clears throat> uh, first of all, the Chiefs, they have the Bengals in third and 27. And you let Jamar Chase get behind you. Um, yeah. I don't know how you don't bracket anything right. up the sidelines, man, especially with the way Chase has been playing it's just crazy that you would leave anybody yeah, in one on one with him there yeah shocking and very frustrating um and then very peculiar peculiar clock management from Andy Reid, first of all uh, you mm-hmm. know you got to kind of question what he was doing a do you, the way he used his timeouts were a little weird uh, because they got that first down that I don't think they thought they were going to get inside the one which opened up, you know, the ability to do what they did, but then, you know, I don't know if they were trying to score on those sneaks, or what was going on there, Um, but they get them to fourth down, I think, probably with like two minutes and something left, I would say, and let them score, right, like, your best chance is maybe just to let them get it in at this point, Um, it almost worked out for them, you know, and then they get bailed out on that penalty, uh, which is... I thought was pretty ticky tack on a, on a fourth and one.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so once again, it felt like the Browns cause it's like, Oh, they stopped him. Unbelievable. Right. You know, mom's is going to go down. They're going to kick a field goal and save this thing. And then you see the laundry on the field and it feels like a lot of the Browns games we've seen where the flags come out at inopportune times. And, yeah. uh, i yeah, not only like
0: I... going for the first one was a stunner to me. Cause I'm like, okay, I would rather, yeah. Get my three here, and then exactly, and then make you know make Bucker kick to 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 tie it, which that's the worst case scenario there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. I mean, I somebody out there better at math than me. There are plenty of people who are better at math than me can explain this, but I was just like, okay, why would you not kick it? They have no timeouts. The worst case scenario there, based on how the clock's going to work and playing competent defense, is that. You're not gonna. You're gonna go. You know, it's gonna be a three-three, uh, like a fifty-yard or something. I mean, you know, I don't know what it was gonna end up being, but I'm I, I, just so so bizarre to me, so bizarre yeah. to me that they not only the first time to go for a second time, but then they didn't get under center to keep play action alive. That was even Shotgun, more weird. Yeah, times. just shotgunning it both times, and then your like... quarterback gets hurt. It's like what on earth? I, I was just like, this. It, it was like this. <laughs> storm of terrible, weird decisions that, in the end, works out for Cincinnati, which, you know, the Cincinnati That's the doesn't incredible get incredible thing. They don't get a ton of breaks in this world, but, you know, they get more than Cleveland does, so it's
1: frustrating and, yeah. you know. When he first – when he, like, to your point, Jake, you know, when he first were going for it, I'm going, okay, he doesn't get this. I mean, he is going to be absolutely – Killed by the press, media, everybody. I mean, because you just like you said, worst case scenario, you're going to overtime because all they can get is a field goal at this point. You're probably going to win the game, maybe. You know, just kick the field goal, and then the the, the offsetting penalties, which is crazy, because he actually did probably get in on that play. Watching the replay, yeah. uh, mixing did so, and they go. I'm going. Please go into shotgun again. Please go in and he does. They come out and shotgun again. They're going again. Unbelievable. Like, why would you at that point, wouldn't you just say, let's just kick it? And I mean, it's I'm all
0: about aggression, like, all about it. But I just was kind of blown away that you wouldn't take points there, given the situation and what was on the line. Like, oh my God, just wild to me that you wouldn't take points there. So, again, I don't know. Again, if there's somebody out there who listens to this pod and knows the math better and why that was a super sound reasoning, other than I just don't want to give it to Mahomes. With fifty seconds, those fifty seconds and no timeouts, like yeah. have good kick coverage, and your your chances of winning are through the roof. I would take yes. those odds every day of the week in that scenario. So I don't know, but again, it worked out. The Bengals are your division champs, and it sucks because it had come off the emotional high of of the the Rams and Odell Beckham pulling a, a moderate <laughs> miracle. I mean, they they ended up getting it. I mean, five touchdowns for Odell since he went to the Rams. I I get it that the. uh that the yardage and reception numbers might not be eye popping, but five cool. touchdowns in foot six games. That's meaningful. That's a, that's, well, that's an impact.
1: That's what I have written down here, Jake. And I wanted to ask you that tonight. Um, is that an indictment on the Brown? It feels like an indictment on the Browns offensive staff that he scored five touchdowns and today really meaningful touchdowns and a great catch on fourth down. I mean, the polar opposite of what we saw in Cleveland.
0: Yeah, it's an indictment on everybody involved in the passing game. Odell, not above some blame. Uh, certainly Baker missed him on several touchdown opportunities this year. And, uh, yeah, I guess you could put it on the staff, too, for not hand-delivering it to him a couple times. To- I mean, that, you know, I don't know, Brad. Just, just It de- yeah. definitely tells you that the, this wide receiver who everybody was acting like didn't have a future remaining in the NFL – still pretty clearly can get it done given the situation has to be right. I think, you know, the big thing is here, maybe the numbers aren't eye popping. Maybe they're other than the touchdowns are pretty similar, right? Like maybe yeah. those things are pretty similar, but I don't, I didn't, you know, I don't hear him complaining. I don't see him upset about the way he's being treated or anything. So I don't yeah. know. There's something more to it. There's something, there's something far bigger to that story. It's uh, it's a situation where Odell was with his best friend. Like it's not like right. he was in Siberia you know, being forced to perform like he's getting paid handsomely. He was playing with his best friend and there's something there. There's something way more than anyone's talking about other than just saying, well, we eliminated him and it got solved. Okay.
2: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data
0: Yeah, Yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess we want to play it that way. That's fine. Um, Not really. It's pretty strange. But anyway, that that was a nice little moment there. I was like, okay, because what I had done, Brad, I I was I was paying attention to it. And I said, okay, Tyler Huntley just got sacked on third down because the Ravens got it back with like, what, 30 or 50 seconds left. Ironically, the similar situation they needed to go down and kick a field goal to win. Fifty seconds left. No timeouts. Actually, I think they even had one timeout. Um, that they used after the the fourth down catch from andrews so they end up getting sacked game ends and i'm like all right it was third and it was second and like uh 10 uh or second and 20 no second and 20 for the bengals and they had just given up a a sack i'm like all right i'll come back to it. i came back to it and they were down on like the 15 yard line i was how on earth did this happen and the swing of everything happens from there. So it's a a bummer. It puts the game Monday night here. You're going to listen to this on Monday morning or afternoon. Puts the game tonight in an unfortunate position, really unfortunate position because now it means nothing (laughs) to Cleveland. I think the Steelers have a little bit of meaning for this one. They have to – correct me if I'm wrong here, Brad. So the Steelers have to win out, and they need – uh, the Raiders to win and the Colts is it the Raiders to win and the Colts to lose to the Jags? Or am I wrong on that?
1: Chargers to win over Las Vegas, uh, I believe. I-, I got it right here. I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so they need um, Chargers win at Las Vegas and a Colts loss to the Jaguars. Yeah,
0: the Colts Jaguars thing's hard to see happening, but weirder things have happened. And it's Pittsburgh. They get a lot of they get a lot of favorable outcomes yeah, for some yeah. reason. So they're still alive. Cleveland officially eliminated with Denver and Miami, I believe. So yep. um now it becomes a question of what the Browns are going to do with a bunch of different decisions they have to make. They have a quarterback who's clearly been suffering through a shoulder injury that plenty of people think is a true detriment to his performance, and people think have probably been a decision needed to shut him down for a while uh i don't think they're going to shut him down but there is the debate now everything's out the window in terms of extending your season there is still some stuff on the table here brad they haven't had back-to-back winning season since i believe 88 89 so that's still on the table which would be something Uh, maybe not something these guys care about because they weren't even born yet Uh, But Mm -hmm. but it is something for the franchise. But there's also like a difference of seven and eight draft picks. Right. So the question is, do you have guys like Miles Garrett going? Do you have guys like Baker going when they have nagging injuries or do you just shut them down? And whatever happens, happens with shutting them down. And you take the pick that you're given from not really going all out. I mean, I totally get it. Five picks could be the difference between Garrett Wilson and somebody else like it. It matters. You know, the Bengals, for example, take this, for example, if. If Cincinnati, Cincinnati won a game last late last year. I think they won, I think they won their final game or the game before the final game that put them from the second pick to the fifth pick, or something like that. I can't remember. But mm-hmm. anyway, it was like okay, now they're probably not going to get Jamar Chase or they wouldn't get Penay Sewell or something like that. So that could the pick difference there could have been the difference between getting. Chase, Jamar Chase, who changes their course of their franchise, clearly, with him pairing up yeah. with Joe Burrow. So it does matter. I mean, you know, is, is a couple wins at the end of the season going to matter more than getting a wide receiver you dream of getting at maybe pick 12, 13? I don't know. It's just something to well, consider. I don't know where you stand on. I
1: want to get your opinion. Yeah, it's tough, you know, because the one thing that that was hard for me to understand at first, and it took me a long time to really get a grasp around this and, and, and understand it is that – you no matter what you do, you cannot carry momentum from one season to another. Like mm-hmm. each season is its entire own entity. Like you know, that's such a great for, point,
0: Brad. That you can't, it doesn't carry over.
1: Yeah, and for a long time, like we, I would see things at the end of the season, and be like, oh, that looks great. You know, or at the end of the season, I think one year This was the, the Mangini grounds, year, didn't they? Yeah, where they, they like won, won four of, of their last five, four of the last five, beat Pittsburgh, went into, and we were like, oh yeah, well, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. You cannot carry. It is. It truly is. As we saw this year, is a good example of it, the Browns could not carry the positive momentum into this season. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it's its own entity in itself. Each well, that, season. That's has that's a,
0: why so. you're spot on. That's why somebody told me, Brad, about like this is the Bengals' best chance to win the division. Like yes. they're they're healthy as they're going to ever be. They had a favorable schedule as the last place team in the division last year, and. You know, like there was another factor, too, but like people were like, well, eight and eight means you're going to be the really competitive team next year. That doesn't it's not linear. It's not always a linear progression. You not. want it to be, but it's not. And it's like, hey, man, you're super healthy. Everything's clicking for you offensively. And you've had a favorable schedule. And that that to me is like uh, the reason you should win the division. There's no re- like their their odds next year might not be anywhere near as good. Right. Because exactly. health could go sideways. They're going to get a harder they're going to get a division leading. They're going to play the Bills next year. Yeah. Who else are they going to play across the AFC? Uh, who's going to? I mean, they'll play the Chiefs again. The Chiefs. Yep. You, you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the, the they'll play a bunch of really good teams, and that yeah. it matters. It it definitely matters. So we'll New see.
1: England. Yeah. We'll
0: see. I mean, I I do think that the person who put that, I really wish I could credit for whoever said that, but it was a really great point about how you know people think that like the, you'll get it next year because you made these steps. It's not always how it goes. I mean, Cleveland last year had a bunch of really nice injury luck, and they got a nice schedule, and that's how it played out. So good good point by you. I just wanted to clarify
1: that. Yeah, um, so, you know – Here's how I would approach it, right? Like, I don't want them to, like – I don't think you should try to lose. But, okay, so here's the thing with Baker, right? Like, I'm assuming he needs surgery. Do we even know definitively? I'm thinking pretty definitively he He has has to have surgery. So why not go ahead and and let him get surgery now? Um, I'm with it. But, like, I don't see the point in letting – him play injured anymore uh I heard uh Alex Van Pelt talk at length this week about his mechanics that they've had to change and tweak and all year long to try to uh work around that harness so what are you re- I mean what is he really gaining from playing in these two games uh, I, I don't really see the benefit there I would rather him get the surgery earlier and start rehabbing earlier so he's ready to go sooner in the off season. that makes more sense to me Me too. Me too. Keep going. As far as Miles Garrett, I would sit him down. I don't want to risk him getting hurt more. There's no point in him running him out there. Anybody with an injury like that, that is a franchise type of player, I don't think should take the field in these situations. And I think it also gives you an opportunity to look at some younger guys. So, like, I would like to see Schwartz, Peoples-Jones, uh, you know, Togui, uh LeCount's going to get a start at safety, right? Like, mm-hmm. go ahead and try to win the game, but go ahead and try to win it with your young guys. You mm-hmm. know, Jacob Phillips should start, right? Like, uh, that's kind of my approach.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I think you can try to win without risking a bunch of things you would have risked by playing those guys, you know, for, for a whole bunch of uh, obvious reasons. Playoffs are the obvious reason. I mean, I guess I could see Miles still wanting to get more time because he's sure. he's still in the thick of the defensive player of the year. Race, yeah, that makes sense. so I could I could see it. I mean, I'm not again. I'm not trying to say go out and like, hey, go fumble the ball on purpose. Like I, I'm saying, yeah, you're trying yeah. to win, but maybe you're 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 pulling your punches in terms of who you're who you're forcing onto the field. In terms of if somebody's beat up, I'm not going to risk them running them out there just because of that. So you know, again, I'm just saying I won't be upset if they lose because they they'll benefit from a better pick. I mean, it's kind of obvious in that regard i'm not like again i'm not saying go out there and and yeah and and, and underhand toss it to the other team or anything you, you get what i'm saying i hope most people would get what i'm saying it's not that yeah. hard to understand but like you, you it's, just uh, don't
1: play you don't risk any of your a players and you play some younger guys and, yeah. and in that in that chance that you lose that game then okay great you know if you win then okay great then your younger guys played well i mean you can't you know, you're not going to lose on purpose, but you're also. I would not be running out, Baker. Now, to to be honest, Jake, I think they probably will. Uh, I just think that's kind of their mentality. I mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think
0: what they're set think? for tomorrow. I think they're set for tomorrow. Well, today if okay. you're listening to this on Monday. They're set. Their plan is their plan. They they made a plan going into this game, and they weren't going to change it based on the outcome of a Sunday midday thing. You know, they can't do that. I don't think that's fair to anybody because guys wouldn't have gotten reps in practice, so on and so sure. forth. That could have been uh, getting those reps. So the decision to sit or play or whatever won't come, in my opinion, until the week eighteen game with the Bengals. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll sense. see what they do at that point. But I expect them to go after it tomorrow, partly because there's there's nice there's nice. You know, maybe they feel like they owe it. They they probably do. They owe it to the city of Cleveland to go try to ruin Ben's last home game, and and totally. uh, there's a lot of elements there. So we'll see. But I I do I do not expect to see anybody pulled uh, before a Monday night game where they're making those decisions on a Sunday five o'clock range. You know, because that game ended at like five, I think, or something like it. It would just be really hard to have a quarterback or whoever prepared. For that situation, in my at least in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, well, you're, um
1: you're right. I didn't even think of it like that, but you're absolutely right. It's too late to do it this week. Um right. but yeah, more of you know, looking at week eighteen, I, I think And I maybe, don't I
0: don't think Cincinnati will play all their people either. Unless like yeah. I saw today that if Tennessee and Casey lose, you do have a chance for the one seed. If all three of those finish, Cincinnati, Casey and Cincinnati all finish eleven and six. They get the one. But I, I would expect I don't know who Tennessee and Casey play, but I would expect that's pretty far fetched. And I think they might benefit from getting an early buy, uh, uh, air quotes buy, than anything else. So we'll see lots of, lot of stuff to shake out there. But I want to get your opinion on just the general thought of it. You have the numbers on this game so we can I guess we're here to preview this game in some extent. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What I mean, like it's
1: uh, the, are the Browns still favored at this point? One point is what I see, uh, Cleveland minus one, uh, 42 over under, weather, uh, powered by whatever, open, open weather, whatever that is, uh, 29 degrees, uh, six mile per hour winds. All right. Over under was what again? South, Southeast, (laughs) um, 42, 42. Ooh, that's a lot of points actually.
0: um. Okay, you know the numbers now, you know the Browns are still favored. I don't know if that'll move on game day morning. I don't I don't pay enough attention to books to know if that's something that they do to move it now that they saw the outcome of the KC game and now that it ruined the Browns are eliminated. It would it would change something in the will to win in my opinion, but we'll see whether that comes to fruition. Um close we're going to close with this. Just like what are you paying attention to in in this one? Are you is there any particularly story particular storyline you want to see you f- unfold players you're looking at could be none, but I mean, it's, uh, I guess I'm looking at Brad, how you're going into this game. What do you want to see? What's, what's your, uh, what's the good outcome Ugh.
1: for you? See, I gotta be perfectly honest. Like it's really hard to, to get excited to watch this game at all at this point. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to be straight up honest with you. Like uh, this season has been so disappointing. Um, the Steelers, And Monday Night Football, I imagine, will help tomorrow uh, just because it's Monday Night Football and because it is the Steelers. And you can can play, you know, spoiler to the Steelers. And it's Big Ben's last home game. So there is some significance there. There's some storylines. Not really at the forefront of the Browns thing, but there is some things there that you could take a little pleasure in. I think that they'll go try to win this game, kind of like you said, you know, rethinking it now. What you said is they are a day away from game time um and this is probably i would imagine maybe is our last look at baker this year so i will be watching him certainly as always uh i don't know what you can glean from one game but i I will be probably paying more attention to i I imagine uh the two, two safeties are out you know i thought lecount played pretty well in moments this year he's gonna get started safety i would imagine uh tomorrow night maybe not um maybe it'll be mj stewart but i would certainly think that would be a situation you would want to start lecount and get Mm -hmm. a hard look at him i I definitely want to
0: look at him because of like next year like like if they let harrison go i need uh, i need a guy who can play free and i'd rather play john and grant
1: uh, as more different different role type safety so yeah you're right about that. keep going yes so look, count. I, I want to watch. I want to watch Donovan Peoples-Jones can, uh, continue to develop, uh, as he has. Uh, in my opinion, looks like he could be a really solid two. So you just want to see him keep coming along. You know, Anthony Schwartz. We haven't gotten to see enough of this year. I would get him on the field a lot, uh, in my opinion, and try to see what more, get more of an idea of what you have there. Uh, on the defensive line, you know, you're gonna want to look at guys like uh elliot and togyi more than you are uh, guys like uh uh the two maliks right like you kind of know what you have there so maybe some of your younger guys that are fringe guys that yeah i want to see how they perform on a big stage in a big game like this uh outside you know your corners you have a pretty good idea of what you have there i'm not concerned so much with that but yeah lecount the young guys that's what I'm watching now at this point because for me it becomes uh, almost an evaluation period this game and the last game or just really for me just evaluating what we have I also will continue to evaluate Jake and I just want to make this point the last thing I'll say about this is you know this is a season-long thing and I want to be fair I'm not the type of guy that will come on my shows or any show and pound the table and call for somebody's job unless I really feel like I have a reason to right Um, so that brings me to Joe Woods and I don't really know, like I want to do a super, I'm going to do a deep dive into kind of what this season has looked like for him situationally scheme wise, but I have a feeling I'm not going to like a lot of what I see. And I think some of this success may have come, the success the Browns defense had may have come despite Joe Woods just cuz they're so talented. And that's kind of what I want to dive into and figure out. So, I'm also going to be kind of looking at probably a little closer than I have in past games in these last two.
0: Yeah, it's a ton of evaluation. I don't really have much to add based on what you said. It's it's all pretty much evaluation of of guys and seeing who can play and do different things. I mean, haven't really I feel like we haven't been here in a while. The Browns were playing for everything last year all the way up until the very end and um you know playing these meaningless games pretty pretty crummy man it uh it really sucks i'm just not going to have much drive to pay a ton of attention to these i am just it sucks it really sucks and um i don't really know how to sugarcoat that for anybody that it that it sucks because it does. does there's no silver lining yeah they can see some of these other guys and and all of that and There's benefit to that, I guess, but they, you know, you'd much rather be playing for things that matter and, and it's crummy the way it ended, but they have to show up and they have to play the games. We'll be there to talk about what happened in the games and there's going to be a long and tedious off season ahead Uh. that I don't even want to think about right now, but I do want to say how much Brad, I've enjoyed these shows. We have one more of them to do, but I've enjoyed these shows throughout the year. I'm i I'm happy to share this first re uh, kind of reaction of mine to these games that happened today uh, as unfortunate as the one of them was with you. I appreciate you, man. And I I thank you for always joining me on these.
1: Yeah, this has been fantastic, Jake. We got to, you know, keep this going. This is awesome. I really enjoy this. And uh, I think it's uh, been received really well and have a lot of fun with it. Not so much fun tonight, but um, (laughs) you know, it's always, it's always good uh, for us to, to get a chance to kind of touch base and get a feel for these games going in. obviously, uh, I think a great deal of all your work. So, what do you think? What do you? What do you, real quickly before we go? What did you think about me? Uh, the Joe Woods thing. I mean, just real base level. Like, I, I think it's is, worth there studying. A, there's is worth there studying. even A chance he loses his job? No, I don't think so. I think okay. I think
0: there's a continuity. This is just me. I, I could be totally wrong. They could fire him at the end of the year. Yeah, I don't know. I think that they have been. Uh, steadily improving as the communication, as they've started to really understand the defense throughout the year. So I think Joe has done a nice job, but I don't think everybody has to agree with me on that. I certainly think okay. that a study of that nature is fine um, to see if there are some things being missed. I mean, there's, listen, there's not a bunch of perfect decisions. I thought the way they covered Devontae Adams in the first half of green Bay was like a really interesting decision, but there's so many things I don't know about why he would do certain things. Maybe his, Guys can handle it. Maybe doesn't think they can handle it. I don't know. I, there's a lot. There's a lot going sure. on there. I thought they got better, and I think that there's some really good study about how continuity helps on on that side of the football because you start to really understand uh, a bunch of different coverage bases, and you can build and build and build. And there's really good study on what the Cardinals are doing under Vance Joseph in year three as his DC tenure uh, in, in Arizona. And I just don't think that they were the problem the last portion of the year. I thought they were fine, good enough to win a ton of games if the offense was anywhere near competent, they would have won a lot of those games, Brad. And I think it would have been would have been fine. But that's just my opinion on it. I'm not saying everybody has to agree. We'll see what the franchise thinks if they keep him yeah. or
1: ax him. La- last small question yeah. I just thought of. Do you think that uh, Stefanski will kind of open up the playbook a little more and try some different things because there's less meaning in these games? It's possible. It's possible. Um, I think, again, just
0: me, the uh, playbook has been relatively open. I think they've had real opportunity okay. to throw the football downfield, and they haven't yeah. haven't been completing them. I, I don't know. He could. We'll you'll we'll check back in next week, and we'll have that discussion a little more. I guess I don't know what open it up means. Like like more or try some different throwing. things. I
1: guess is what I'm saying. They, Just try yeah. some different things.
0: They, they could. We'll we'll definitely check into that if if I see some different things. But I thought they've been doing some different things of late like to try to spark have, the quarterback yeah. in the run game from the shotgun and. Um, But but, you know, it's when they're when they're as bad as they've been putting points on the board, it's it's easy to be frustrated. And it's the same way on defense. If it's a 1614 game and you needed one stop to win 1413, you know, it's Mm -hmm. easy to be frustrated with the deal. I'm not saying you're wrong, Brad, and I'm not saying he has opened up the playbook or anything like that. But I just yeah, I just think everyone's really frustrated by the outcome, which I totally understand. But me, I tweeted it out a couple of weeks ago. I'm I'm completely fine with running it back with the same group. I think that they have a good I really do think they have a good coaching staff. Things yeah. went sideways with covid and injuries. The schedule was tougher. The continuity will only help. They can improve some glaring spots of issues. And I really do think they can be a double digit win team next year. I genuinely believe that.
1: Yeah, I believe that, too. And I actually have written down on my notes here the key word here. And we you know, we didn't you just said it a couple of times, is continuity, right? Like, that's the one thing you can feel good about, um, you know, for the most part, player and coach-wise. You know, obviously I want to take a look at Joe Woods because there's some things that I question personally, but that's just uh, that's just a, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a something of my own, you know, something that's in my own head uh, that I, I – there's certain things I didn't like. But, yeah, you're right. They have gotten better and they have played better, and it probably is more beneficial to keep them around just because of that. Um and you think he did a good job so that's that's great and I, I you know I love to hear that I guess I mean what, as far as open up the playbook I guess I mean at times I feel like they've been very um uh what's what's the word I'm looking for reserved or uh you know they've played uh not uh you know not as bold as I would like them to play. I've lost the word that I was looking for. Um, but, yeah, and and I guess I would want to see them maybe, you know, be uh, not more creative, but just try some different things. And, I, and you're right, they have tried some different things, but maybe be a little more aggressive uh, than they have this season.
0: Yeah, they could get aggressive here. We'll see. They could add some trick wrinkles. They could add, uh you know, some different... Play action stuff to what they do. I'm I'm not. The, there's an open book here of things they could try. We'll definitely check in next week to see if if they did anything because this is a game that they had to kitchen sink it. So you never know. They could they could definitely throw some stuff out here.
1: The word is escaping me. I've lost I've lost my mind, Jake. This did <laughs> I've lost my mind.
0: You do enough of these shows over time, you're just going to start talking out of the side of your mouth. That's what I do. <laughs>
1: Get away with it, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah those are just a couple things that were on on, on the, uh, that i wanted to ask you about tonight so thanks for indulging of course me.
0: of course i think this has been like i said a good show a lot of reaction stuff that i think we needed to get out there so thanks to everybody for joining i know brad like i always say brad will have his show i'll we'll have my show we will do our our usual due diligence after the obr will have their twitch stream uh pre-game and post-game we're not going to do a live follow along show just because it's a pointless game and won't be fun for anyone involved so um (laughs) yeah we won't do that but we'll have all the pods and all that fun stuff so check them out again appreciate it brad and appreciate you guys for listening on this monday wherever this podcast catches you and hopefully we can find some enjoyment in these last two weeks and uh, as usual close with go browns